Amsterdam, 2022, director-slash-writer David O. Russell's first film since Joy, 2015, is loosely based on a true story, a political conspiracy in 1933 known as The Business Plot, where wealthy businessmen and bankers plotted a behind-the-scenes coup d'état to overthrow Franklin D. Roosevelt and replace him with a military general. With its all-star cast, led by the triumvirate of Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and John David Washington, combined with its artful cinematography capturing 1933 New York and its impactful and hopping screenplay by David O. Russell, Amsterdam largely entertains for all of its 2-hour and 14-minute running time. The movie gets off to a lively start as we meet Bert Berenson, Christian Bale, in 1933 New York. Berenson is a doctor and World War I veteran who treats his fellow veterans who returned from the Great War with unspeakable scars, injuries, and pain. So much pain. Berenson is always looking for more powerful drugs to help his patients deal with the pain, and he himself lost an eye during the war, and his back is terribly scarred and twisted, so much so he has to constantly wear a back brace. Bale with his character's glass eye and odd manner of speaking channels a lot of Peter Falk throughout his performance. When they are later trying to solve the mystery, it was easy to imagine Columbo on the case. Bert and his fellow veteran and best friend from the war Harold Woodman, John David Washington, an attorney, are hired by Liz Meekins, Taylor Swift, the daughter of their former commanding officer, to look into her father's death, which she believes is the result of foul play. And when Liz is pushed in front of an oncoming vehicle and murdered right in front of their eyes, they realize something big is going on. Bert, who narrates the movie, then says it's time for some background information and the film jumps back in time to 1918 where he and Harold are cared for in army hospital by a nurse Valerie Vos, Margot Robbie. The three become inseparable, and their friendship blossoms as they spend a magical period shut off from the rest of the world in Amsterdam. But they pledge to always be there for each other. And so eventually when the action returns to 1933 New York, Valerie re-enters their lives as they, in the process of investigating their former commanding officer's death, uncover a vast conspiracy against the United States government. All of this sounds serious, and some of it is, but the screenplay is anything but a straight drama. It's quirky and humorous, generating enough clever laughs to keep this one light-hearted throughout. The biggest story with Amsterdam is its cast, both its three main players and the supporting cast of actors. Anytime you have Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and John David Washington sharing ample screen time in your movie, chances are things are going to be pretty darn good. And they are. Christian Bale is a phenomenal actor, and his performance as Broken Bert Berenson drives the entire movie forward. With his quirky Peter Falk-style delivery, Bale is watchable throughout. The same goes for Margot Robbie and John David Washington. The three of them deliver throughout this movie. The supporting players also make their mark. Probably the two best supporting performances belong to Rami Malek as Valerie's manipulative brother Tom, and Anya Taylor-Joy, who other than Bale, delivers hands down the best performance in the movie, as Tom's eccentric wife Libby. It was fun to see Mike Myers back on screen again, playing a British intelligence officer named Paul Canterbury, in a role which would have been perfectly suitable for Michael York a few years back. Myers and Michael Shannon, who plays Canterbury's American intelligence counterpart, share lots of scenes together and seem to be having a great time as the two men who steer Bert and his friends towards uncovering the conspiracy plot. Chris Rock in limited screen time gets some genuine laugh-out-loud moments as Milton King, one of the other soldiers in Bert's and Harold's platoon. Timothy Oliphant is also memorable under heavy face-altering prosthetics as Taryn Milfax, a villainous henchman and murderer. And Zoe Saldana is enjoyable as a beautiful coroner who has eyes for Bert. By the time Ruber De Niro shows up as the level-headed general who refutes the coup, the film has lost a lot of its energy and pizzazz. 
while it remains entertaining throughout, the first two-thirds of Amsterdam are much more energetic than its third act, which slows down as all the answers are revealed. And David O. Russell's screenplay keeps things simple. When De Niro's General Dillenbeck delivers his much-anticipated speech, the words he uses to explain the evil that these men plan to do sounds like he's speaking to a room of first-graders. I suppose this is better than an explanation that is unclear and cryptic, but things are explained in straightforward simplistic black and white terms, in language that definitely calls to mind current events and what was attempted in the United States on January 6, 2021. Overall, I enjoyed Amsterdam quite a bit, and I liked it better than Russell's previous two movies, Joy and American Hustle, 2013. My two favorite Russell movies remain The Fighter, 2010, and Silver Linings Playbook, 2012, but Amsterdam is right up there with them. The 1933 New York sets, costumes, and cinematography were so authentic, I half expected to see King Kong rampaging through the streets on his way to the Empire State Building. Amsterdam covers more than just its murder-slash-coup plot, as it touches upon love, relationships, race, and art. At the end of the movie when Valerie and Harold have to leave the country, because they know their mixed-race relationship will not be allowed in the United States, it's a powerful point that not many movies have felt comfortable making. And when Bert vows to work towards changing things, so his friends can return and live in this country freely, it's a bittersweet moment because while we have come a long way, we still have a long way to go. But the overall feel of this drama-slash-comedy period piece is definitely on the lighter side, and the film provides plenty of humorous moments and laughter, most of it of the quirky variety, and it all works, even if the final third of the film slows down somewhat. Amsterdam is well worth the visit. I give it three stars. End. Rating system. 4 stars excellent. 3 stars very good. 2 stars fair. 1 star poor. 0 stars awful.